Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, you thought the loss to the Arizona Coyotes was bad. You thought the loss to the Calgary Flames was bad. Oh boy, do I have news for you. Your St. Louis Blues fell to the 8-win, now 9-win Montreal Canadiens in embarrassing fashion. <sighs> Stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I am joined by my looking like he wants to kill whoever's on the other end of that camera co-host, Thomas Welch. You know what you're here for. You watched the game last night. We lost to the Montreal Canadiens who are right now, well, not anymore. They had a chance to be the worst team in NHL history with eight wins. And guess what? We kept them from doing that. They beat us. Uh, it's gonna be a fun one without further ado want to thank anyone and everyone out there for making lockdown blues your first listen because we are free and available on all podcast platforms you're not gonna want to miss this one without further ado tommy i know you've got a lot on your mind take it away i consider myself a rational man and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now you know that time and time again, whether it was the Devils, whether it was the Blackhawks, whether it was the Flames, whether it was any team at the bottom of the league, we've given the Blues the benefit of the doubt and said, you know what, it's a long season. I try to be reasonable when I do these recaps and take a lot of things into consideration. I consider myself a pretty calm, thoughtful guy who enjoys the occasional mimosa on the weekends with my brunch like to see the positives in every situation. There are none here. The St. Louis Blues lost to a Montreal Canadiens team that had won one game since Christmas. One game since Christmas, Josh. And speaking of Christmas, let's talk about the Polar Express because I don't care if you're traveling to a game by plane, train, automobile, or hopping on the back of the goddamn backyardigans, you could have shown up to the rink with Tom Hanks, little boy Joey and the PJs, and Santa Claus himself, and they would have given you a better chance to win that hockey game last night. I really thought to myself, after losing to the Coyotes, you know, earlier this season, that that would be the worst loss of the season by far. How foolish of me. And Craig Bruby talking about some players are just being aloof, they're not playing their game. They're not being aloof. Well, let me tell you something, Craig. I'm aloof too. Because my 25-year-old ass is asleep on the couch by the end of the first period in a 6 p.m. start time. And you want to compete for a Stanley Cup with this team? The best road power play unit in the league. The league, Josh. Against the worst penalty killing unit in the league and it's crickets. And you're going to look me in the eyes and tell me that these boys can go toe-to-toe with Nathan McKinnon. 
and Gabriel Landeskog and Kale McCarr and Darcy Kemper and Miko Rantanen. They're not on the same level. They're not in the same headspace. They don't have the same fight or work ethic. And hell, I'm not sure they're playing the same sport. Out of every rebuild, every flipped over golf cart, every first round exit, every sweep, every blown lead, every failed coach, every bust of a player, I think this is the most embarrassed I've ever been as a Blues fan. I don't care if it's one game or three. I don't care if it's a tough road trip. I don't care if my grandma tells me I should pray about it. Losing to a historically bad, and we're talking original six history here, like a hundred years, historically bad Canadians team is inexcusable, unacceptable, and undeniably pathetic. And that's all I got to say. Yeah, so if you missed the game last night, the St. Louis Blues <laughs> fell victim. I got time today, boy. To the red hot, unbeatable Stanley Cup finalist in the previous season, Montreal Canadiens. You know, all those things sound great off the surface until you remember that they have won one game since Christmas. Um, Look, not going to beat around the bush here. We've been, we've hopped on a lot of episodes after losses this season, you know, hopped on a lot of wins, hopped on a lot of losses. Every single loss, we've probably spent one and a half segments on the negatives and one and a half segments on the positives, sometimes more, sometimes less. Try to sugarcoat things sometime. We try to, try to find positives even when there isn't one. Even when we lose 7-1 to the Calgary Flames, there was a, well, but... You know, oh, but but this happened. There will be none of that today. There can't be any of that today. I don't care that they got the pity loser point. They should. They could have won. They should have won. They didn't deserve to win. They were up with, what, eight seconds left? And they let the, the little Oompa Loompa, Cole Caulfield, score the game-tying goal? No, I'm a short king, so no, no offense to short kings out there. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the the physical, hard, hard hitting St. Louis Blues let the tiny speed skill Montreal Canadiens embarrass them. All things considered, it's like that should not happen in any universe. You play that game 1,000 times and the Blues win 1,000 of those times. They are not built to lose to a Montreal Canadiens team that is 8 and 40. Eight and 40! Look, this is gonna be all over the place. We might not make one tangible point this whole time. Raw emotion, it's gonna be fun, like I said. And I'm getting myself worked up. I'm working up an appetite. Just, 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 thinking about that loss. And you know what? I could really go for a built bar. Now, this is the time of year that I've pretty pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions. The St. Louis Blues had a New Year's resolution to play good hockey. They gave it up. Not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Bilt Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Bilt Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. Low calorie, high protein, 
Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com, scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. All of that while being covered in 100% real chocolate. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And unfortunately, we'll be right back. All right, Tommy, where to begin? We've talked for seven minutes about a game, or I guess nine minutes up to this point, about a game that the Blues played, and we haven't even talked about the game yet. We haven't even talked about what led to this catastrophe of 63 minutes of hockey, or however long it took the Canadians to score in overtime. Like I said, no excuses. Billy Husa was in net. Team was... You know, pretty much as fully healthy as they've been all season. Forwards were, have been rolling the last few games. Defense has been playing the strongest hockey it's been playing in weeks. Come out against a Montreal Canadiens team who had, like I said, eight wins on the season if they had gone on to lose out the regular season, which, again, that's a big ask. But still, the fact that they're in this point, if they had gone on to lose the rest of the regular season, they would have had the worst season in NHL history. They were on pace. And then who but the St. Louis Blues to break up that pace and give them their ninth win of the season? Where to begin? I don't even know where to begin, but I do know that us feeling this angry, I think everyone is mad, right? Watching this game, obviously a, a bottom-dweller team, historically bad team, you want your team to go out and handle its business. That's what Colorado does. That's what Vegas does. That's what all the top teams in the league do. When you go up against a team that's in bottom five of the entire standings in the NHL, you go out and wipe the floor with them handedly. The Blues have consistently shown me throughout the course of this season that they're incapable of doing that against multiple teams. So you can say all you want, oh, it's just one game. It's a long season. Oh, they got a long way to go. Playoffs are a different beast. When the Blues made the playoffs and played the Vancouver Canucks in the first round, me and a lot of people were very confident in the chances of them moving on. And they went out and got slaughtered. So we're looking at a team now that, Josh, you can, you can touch on this a little bit more, but they haven't had a lot of success in the playoffs past the Stanley Cup. And so... I don't know if they just got the rings on their fingers, don't feel like they have anything to prove now. I know a lot of people talk about, oh, you get one ring, it just makes you that much hungry for more. We had Rob Tom on the pod, who led the team in shots last night, by the way. Doesn't have the most goals on the team, gets a ton of assists. Everyone yells at him for not shooting enough. Led the team in shots. And it's not because he had 18 of them. It's because he shot five times. So I don't know if they just thought the puck was magically just going to scoot its way into the net. But that's not how you win a hockey game. And I just, I am beside myself with this team who has all, and we talked about them being one of the deepest teams in the league. Multiple people are still saying they're one of the deepest teams in the league. They've got all the skill set in the world. Haven't seen it. It's been gone for a while now. David Perron looks like a shell of himself. I said he was heating up. Bully on me. Goes to his hometown. And he just looks like one of the lost boys from Peter Pan. Ryan O'Reilly, where are you, Captain? 
Haven't seen you. You got 10 goals on the season. It's like fifth best on the team. I mean, there's just there's just people out there playing hockey like ghosts. And then you got Robert Thomas and Jordan Kyrie. That's some spot. That's some good spots. Not gonna lie. Robert Thomas has looked great since the All-Star break. Jordan Kyrie didn't last night. Just skating around in circles, turning the puck over. I mean, d- hold yourself accountable. Craig said it. Are, are you not proud of the game that you're putting together? Because some of these boys just, like I said, look absolutely lost against Montreal Canadiens. And you can say it's different in Canada with the with the border problems and all those other things. It's different not playing in front of a crowd. You would think, after using that excuse in the bubble, getting decimated by the Vancouver Canucks, that they might be like, you know what, maybe in front of this non-existent crowd, we might want to pick it up a little bit. No. They come out and do the same thing. I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm clueless. Where's this team going, Josh? I have no idea. They could be a first-round exit. They could win the Stanley Cup. They might not make the damn playoffs. Well, let me, let me take you back. On June 12th, 2019. I don't want to hear about the Stanley Cup, Josh. No, I no, hear listen, about this listen. Season. That listen, team is long it gone. It leads up to long it. Long gone. It leads Jay up Bo, to Mr. it. Alex it leads up to it. Give me a we shot. Give me a shot. On June 12th, 2019, the St. Louis Blues hoisted the Stanley Cup. It was a glorious moment. On June 13th, 2019, the St. Louis Blues woke up without an edge, and it has not returned ever since. The talent is there. The depth is there. And it's made them, pl- it's made them a playoff team. You can make the playoffs off of talent alone, but in order to come from last place, have a rookie goalie lead you to a Stanley Cup, you need to have an edge. The Blues had an edge that year. The Blues had an edge in years prior. It's what it's what made them so fun to watch. Even when they were out of it, they were in it. You could tell that there was something there. There was something that made them a little bit special, and it all came together perfectly in 2019. And then they abandoned that. Maybe it started with Alex Petrangelo walking. Maybe it started with them hoisting the Stanley Cup and just you know taking things a little smoother. But to make the playoffs and get waxed by Vancouver, pathetic. To come out this season and play as inconsistently as they have and give us the losses that they've given us, pathetic. And unless we see a completely different Blues team from here on out for the rest of the season, whether that's mentality, gaining that edge back, making a trade at the deadline, this team's going to do the same thing that it's done in the past two seasons. Make the first round as a third seed wildcard team. And losing six. Something's gotta give. Something you can't you can't take this roster as it is right now with the guys playing as they are right now and beat any playoff team in a seven game series unless Jordan Bennington or Billy Huso stands on their absolute head for the entirety of the How game. bad must your defense be for Billy Huso to put up a nine fifty save percentage or whatever the hell he's posting right now? And you go up against a Montreal Canadiens team that is bottom of the barrel, no finishing, no defense. And one of the only players you're interested in trading for to improve your defense is on that team. And they beat you without him in the lineup! Look, I don't I know. I mean, how, that's I, laughable. That's hysterical. 
You're trying to improve All your right, defense well, tell you what. by getting a guy on the worst defensive team in the league, and they beat you without him. All right, I tell you what. I, I said there weren't going to be any positives in this episode. This isn't a positive about the St. Louis Blues, but it's a nice little transition into our third segment. Um, you know, M- Marty St. Louis, the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens? Yeah. Of course, you've heard of him. Uh, undrafted, Tampa Bay Lightning legend. Scored his first, his first goal. NHL game. First goal against the St. Louis Blues. First point against the St. Louis Blues. First game against the St. Louis Blues as a player. And now, as a coach, first win against the St. Louis Blues. So I'm really glad Holy Trinity, baby. that we could be a part of history. Not only did we give Martin St. Louis that really fun fact, we officially took the Montreal Canadiens out of contention for worst team in NHL history. That was us. We did that. Isn't that great? Isn't that isn't that so going to be so prideful when when we look back and the Canadians have nine wins to end the year and we're like, man, they could have they could have been the worst team. But wait, what happened? Oh yeah, they beat the they beat the Blues to get their ninth win of the year. That's that's why they weren't the worst team in the league. Oh my God! I, Whether uh, they play them in the first got round one more or segment. Not, this team is losing in three, maybe two and a half games to the Colorado Avalanche. So. If you're Doug Armstrong sitting at home saying, oh, you know, we're in a Stanley Cup window. Uh, We've got until about 2023 to make things happen and go full court press for the Stanley Cup. Ben Sherratt's not moving that needle. Zidane is not moving that needle. I think you have to go with Jacob Chick. It's the window you get in a prison cell. Yeah, that's pretty small. That's that's our window right now. Yeah, it's letting in about this much of space. Not much light. A little bit of light, but... It's got blackout curtains, I'll tell you that. I can't see through it to save my life. (laughs) Whew! This has been electric so far, and good news for you guys, and maybe bad news for the heart rate of Tommy and I. We got one more segment to go. (laughs) We got one more segment to go, and if it's anything like the first two, you are not going to want to miss it. So... Before we get into that, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Bet Online. Now, football might be over for this season, but basketball and hockey are in full steam for both pro and college. From all the latest odds, totals, and more, Bet Online is your number one source for all things sports betting. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts, and we'll be right back. (sighs) All right, Tommy, I got a difficult question for you. So St. Louis Blues. Battling for a playoff spot, come in and lose to the eight-win Montreal Canadiens. We've we've had 20 minutes of coverage. Everybody knows what happened. The difficult question I have for you, where the hell do you go from here? You can only go up. That's a good thing. Uh, the bad thing is, I feel like a lot of people are going to listen to this episode and say, the team literally went... Worst to first in 2019. I don't know why you're upset. This team always has a chance of making the playoffs and always has a chance of making the Stanley Cup. The rosters of these two teams, of the team that we're dealing with right now, and the Stanley Cup St. Louis Blues in 2019, 
are night and day. And all you have to do, I mean, you can win games, you can steal games, win one nothing, win two to one. You have good goaltending and you have good defense. Blues have good goaltending. Billy Huso's been playing out of his mind. Best save percentage in the league or up there with the ranks of Vasilevsky with Bobrovsky. I mean, elite, elite goaltending. We are spoiled right now with our goaltending. Can you imagine if Billy Huso was playing like he did last year? Oh my God, would this team be in shambles? Doug Armstrong, if you're Doug Armstrong, you probably want to throw the bag at him because he's saving this season right now. But you look at the state of this defense. All you have to do is look at the names. Nico Mikola is on your first pairing. Colton Pareko is a shell of himself without Jay Bowmeister. Falk and Krug have done pretty well this season. I'll give them that. Krug has bounced back really well. But he's not a big guy. He's not going to lock it down in the defensive zone. He's going to get you points. He's going to do that pretty well. Justin Falk is kind of a two-way guy. He'll do both for you. But it can't just be one dude. Scandella is hurt and even looks hurt when he's healthy. I mean, this this defense <laughs> is bad, bro. Like 30th ranked in the league bad. And if you don't do something drastic to change it, you're going to be on the outside looking in fast. And I think that's where you go from here. Improve the defense. You don't improve the defense, there's going to be a lot more where this came from. Uh, yeah, um, we've been we've been dancing around it all season. It felt like every episode, it was the okay. How can we take the emphasis away from how bad the defense is today? It really felt like even in the Blues' best performances, it was like, hey, the offense was so good that the defense sucked and didn't even matter today. It really felt like the games where we were like, oh man, everything came together. Or the defense really shut it down today. We're few and far between. Or Billy Huso plays out of his mind so you don't have to worry about the defense. Right, right. How many times this season have we been like, man, defense really came in clutch today, you know? Really was the reason we won. I don't think there's been a single episode where we've, I mean, we we try to be positive on this podcast. We really do. We really, I mean, I'm, I've grown up listening to Boston Sports Radio. I cannot stand how they nitpick every freaking negative. They, the Celtics could be 40-3, and three and they'd still be trying to trade Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I can't stand it. That's why I truly try to keep things positive and light and happy. And, and That's why and we're letting it all out right say, now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that can only go so far. You know, it really felt like we've been making excuses for this defense all season. And the offense has carried them this far. You know, the, the Blues are honestly probably going to make the playoffs based on the strength of their offense alone. Even if the defense plays as poorly as it has been for the rest of the season, the Blues will probably make the playoffs off of the strength of their offense alone because that's how good their offense is. And don't is. get it twisted. The, the defense was not the problem in Montreal Canadiens game. It was everybody. It was oh, the forwards, no. No, not no, back no, checking. No, no. It really felt like Robert Thomas was out there playing hockey by himself. But the flip side of that is when the forwards are as relied on as heavily as they are, that can only take you so far. And when you get to the late months of the season and you get to the playoffs, you're not going to be winning games 5-4, to 6-5, 7-6, all these crazy scores we've seen from earlier in the season. Those go away. You get defensive battles. 
That's what the Montreal Canadiens game was last night. It was played in the style, I'm not saying it resembled, but it was played in the style of playoff hockey. Really tight, not a lot of penalties called up until the end. They really got tight. That that was an example of how a playoff game will go for the St. Louis Blues if they don't get their act together against any team in the NHL, whether it's the eight-win Montreal Canadiens or, oh God, the Colorado Avalanche. Any team in the NHL with seven games can figure out how to beat the Blues like that because your offense can only take you so far. You know, and and yeah, it sucks that the offense was checked out and not in it, but defense has been checked out and not in it all season. You know, it it it, it sucks. It sucks. And you can try to make excuses too so about the Canadians game where it's like, oh, calls until like the last five minutes of the period were five to one in favor of the Canadians. They deserve to oh, be five did. to one. The Canadians outplayed us in every aspect of the game, except maybe goaltending. Because they didn't, they just weren't tested all game. And I think a lot of people will say that the referees uh, called an unfair game and try to use that as an excuse for the Blues. You want to make comparisons to the cup run? They had every referee in the book against them in every game. The hand pass and the Boston series. I mean, Boston's power play was unbelievable. And the Blues' power play was pretty much non-existent. So for this team to be griping or begging for power plays as their main source of scoring when they've been consistently maybe not consistently but in the cup run their five on five play was what brought home the stanley cup for them it's just a complete 180 from the team that we saw have the most success in the history of this franchise and i'm at a loss for words of how we got here yeah i mean the cracks have been have been showing all season um and you might be looking at the score sheet and seeing oh three two ot lost what's what's the big deal or four three whatever the heck it was oh what's the big deal it's not about that it's about the narrative of the whole season and and you know doing a podcast five days a week i'd like to think we have a pretty good grip on the the highs and lows of this season you know it's it's trended in a direction. That's how any team season is going to work. There are going to be narratives. There are going to be storylines that are going to play out. There's going to be you know things that build up slowly for good or for bad. And we've seen the lack of effort and the aloof play and just you know the defense not being bailed out. And the you know we've seen all of these storylines kind of slowly trickle in over the course of the season. And well, an overtime loss might not seem that bad on the surface. Last night was the epitome of everything that has gone wrong this season with the St. Louis Blues. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, you know, they got blown out by a hot team. Or, or, you know, the defense didn't show up and, you know, Bennington was poor. It it wasn't even that. It was a game that they literally had hands them on a silver platter. They could have won up until the the final eight seconds and couldn't even do that right. It, It is just... Like I said, the epitome of every negative aspect of the Blues season was in play last night. And Billy Husso couldn't even save their butts. You make a great point, Tommy. If Billy Husso was playing like last season, this team would be below 500, more than likely. And we would be in a completely different mindset right now. And the problem is, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no oh, so-and-so defensive prospect, just give him a year. He'll come in, he'll shut it down for us. Or, 
man, Pareko's really underwhelming. You know, we we know he can be better than this. It's, something's got to give, and that something has got to be most likely someone who is not a current member of the St. Louis Blues organization if this defense is going to be saved. Yep, full-blown it's collapse. Cold, hard truth. Can't wait to see what the Blues do next game because, like I said, they can only go up from here. So uh, let's wrap this baby up because I think I'll be better off if I just never think about or yeah, talk about this game for the rest down. of my entire life. Yeah, bring the, let's bring that blood pressure down. It is a Friday night. We got the whole weekend to decompress. I'm going to have a lot of drinks this weekend, I'll tell you that much. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, that being said, that is all the time we have for you today. Electric electric episode even though the game Those wasn't bud light funny, tall boys are calling it. my name <laughs> as you can tell tommy's lost a the little. only thing i want to see is the <laughs> bottom of my drink baby light me up yeah yeah that's the that's the type of episode it's been if you enjoyed make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on leave us a review if you're feeling so kind subscribe to our youtube channel at locked on blues Leave some comments. We're going to be doing a pinned comment at the top of all of our videos from now on. Um, Trying to get interactions there. We'll be, you know, reading and liking every single reply to that. Um, Just want to engage with you guys more. You know, it's been a lot of fun. Make sure you follow us on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Blues. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at TWalsher15. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.